Welcome to Same Same But Different In Summary. My name is Claudette Lapitan and today's In Summary relates to Episode 4, Dr. Sunshine Camelloni, Writer, Advocate and Embodied Equity Program Facilitator and Creator. I really enjoyed connecting with Sunshine, who has some really beautiful things to say about her personal experiences and the work that she does. In this episode, Sunshine and I briefly discussed the definition of the term microaggressions, but after the recording, she actually expressed that she didn't feel she did a good enough job of it, can you believe? She's so gracious in her work that she's taken the opportunity to record an updated definition. So let's listen to it now. Microaggressions is a term that's been used to describe and explain the seemingly small and subtle expressions of discrimination. These are usually targeted towards marginalized groups in a community or society, and they can be consciously or unconsciously perpetrated. How they are experienced by the marginalized group is as a form of hostile and negative attitude towards them. The best way to explain what a micro what a microaggression is in the context of Australia is to talk about casual racism which is defined as the everyday racism that happens and goes unnoticed it comes in the form of disapproving glances exclusionary body language um, marginalizing people's experiences as invalid saying things like your English is very good for an Asian, or when I look at you, I don't see your color or race. So while these may sound like compliments, they are not experienced as compliments by the person who's receiving them, usually the person from a marginalized group. The concept of microaggressions is really important to me personally because it forms such a constant part of my life as a woman, uh, a woman of colour and an immigrant at that, and it's something that people in the majority may not ever experience. I remember joking in my school years that I would forget I was even brown until someone else pointed it out. But you can see that I still struggle today to reconcile my white Australian self to my Filipino-born brown self, if you will. I'm still to this day trapped between identities, which I'm sure is not a unique feeling. However, microaggressions are a constant reminder, at least for me, of my difference. I can't tell you how unique an experience it is for me to have a guest on the show who is a woman of colour. How much more easily we were able to relate to each other's experience in the world. 
I can see why people in the majority could instinctively be attracted to experiences with others who have the same shared background as them. It's science after all. We instinctively find ease in the familiar. I definitely found ease in relating to Sunshine's experiences, both in the overt and subtle expressions of racism that she has experienced and has coached others through. I suppose the learning here for all of us is to understand that there is as much, if not more, merit in connecting with others who are completely different to us as there is in connecting with others who have the same shared experiences. There is so much in our sharing of our own journeys, being advocates for ourselves and for others around us. Sunshine and I instantly bonded over the shared experience of being women of colour in Australia, yes, but also over the additional load of having to educate others and advocate for others in this space. It's rewarding and challenging work that I guess I would like to ask others to share in. That's one of the points of this podcast, to raise more awareness of the issues faced by diverse groups and together learn how to be as inclusive as possible. As Sunshine points out, ignorance is not really an acceptable excuse. There's a lot of work to do to call out instances of injustice and build inclusivity and diversity into our communities, our workplaces, our processes and our minds. However, when we push, we push out of love. In a recent post on LinkedIn, Sunshine quoted Nayadal Nyon's words. She is an Australian lawyer and human rights advocate who was born in a refugee camp in Ethiopia, in, in Ethiopia of a family fleeing Sudan. And she said, We don't point out where Australia could do better because we hate her. It's because we love her. She is our home and our country too. This is such a familiar concept to me. I still feel that personally I tiptoe around in conversations I'm having, in the work I do with community groups and organisations and in the world. I genuinely tread so carefully when speaking about race. And it's actually quite ridiculous because I do it so as not to offend those around me who are in the majority. Isn't that silly? But really, I choose to have these conversations. I choose to educate others around me. I choose to learn more myself about being a good advocate for inclusion because essentially I I love, well, I love the people and I love the communities that I work in and the workplaces that I get to consult within and I hope I have hope that we can all do better in summary if you are working in diversity and inclusion if you are taking the time to learn about advocacy or inclusive practices thank you to you and the work you're doing and for the strength you have in taking on this work which is so important and valuable i appreciate you taking the time to hear more about sunshine's experiences and mine and i hope that you're able to dance the dance alongside us until so many of us are dancing that we don't have to tiptoe around anymore. This is same, same, but different. 
in summary with Claudette Lapitan.